What's up, everybody? Before we get into the main episode, I have to do a little bit of correction here. So we recorded this episode earlier last week, and this episode is going to be all about our E3 predictions and what we hope to learn about and hear about at E3 2018. Now, we recorded this episode and we talk about some things that literally the next day and over the next couple days, or even actually one of those the same night we recorded just after we were already done, there were changes, there were updates, more things were revealed. So I'm, I'm going to have to pop back in a couple times throughout this episode to give a little course correction and adjustment when our facts are out of date. So that's what you're going to hear when you see, when you hear me pop back in a couple times throughout this episode. But hang on tight. We got a lot of E3 predictions and fun news coming your way. What's up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined by Rachel Mogan. How's it going? It's going well. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm a little, uh, not necessarily thrown off. I'm just a little out of sorts. I know. Because uh, if you're watching on the video or listening on the audio, you can't, you can't uh, see that we've changed the studio. We have a new setup for the Team Chat studio here. we got some nice uh, wall art going on, or just rearranged wall art. You've seen it all before. The Last of Us uh, album cover from the vinyl soundtrack, the uh, Bastion, the kid from Bastion. And now we have this added in shelf with a little couple knickknacks, the Disney Infinity Ooh, Boba Fett knacks. character, a Game Boy Color, uh, a Roadhog Funko, which is awesome. And then the pilot Jack Cooper from Titanfall 2. I I'm take like, exception to your referring to the greatest handheld almost ever as a knickknack. The Game Boy Color is all knickknacks. No, it's all up here. The color is the only one of those that you can actually play with. Look at your other currently packaged materials. Well, that's because Disney Infinity is no more, and that's why I bought that Boba Fett because I need all things Boba Fett. And so he's he's uh, he's going to stay in that nice little package. But you know, this stuff might change, but it is what it is for now because we've got this nice. Also, not the what prompted this change is we got a new table. Look at this new table. We're look not at on it, everybody. that shitty card table anymore. It's a good, it's thought, like, it, look, it I'm trying well. to shake it and it's not moving. I know. Much. And it served it well for 120 episodes. For real, we should have a video where we do like a formal Viking send off for the table. We should take it out to like Lake Travis <laughs> and like set it Rangers on the Rangers would have a problem with that. But, just you know, put it out on the lake. That'd be hilarious. That would be so funny. But, uh, but yes, yeah, so we got a new table. It's taller. We have new chairs. We have new setup. It's a it's a brand new day. It's a brand new show. Your Patreon dollars at work. At work, everybody. That's true. Thank you. Thank you. Team Chat Podcast. For these gifts. For and these which wonderful gifts. We can now bestow even greater gaming content and a cleaner, better look on this. Also, we just have better posture now. That's true. We have to sit more straight up. Very We're not upright. having because now we feel better. Like at this table, the other chairs I felt always kind of had to slouch it. Yeah, a yeah. little too low. This is much, this is more ergonomic. This yeah. is a good change. I'm liking this. Yeah. Uh, now I'm going to need a really tall chair, uh, one right here for Henry and then one right there for Fender. See, that was part of it. I was trying to so... decide when we were at Ikea, if we should get a third chair or not, but you know, it, we'll cross that bridge when we come, when we <laughs> We'll come just to have it. our third guest stand. I mean, that's what I figured I would just <laughs> we do. We could, we actually, we probably could do like a standing setup if we really yeah. wanted to. Yeah, we really could. Well, maybe I'll try that for a day. See how it goes. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, but, uh, but wait, anyway, who are we? Where are we? Yeah, so if this is your first time listening, thanks for joining us. Team Chat Podcast, in case I didn't say it already, is a weekly show where, you, where we talk about games, the ones le- we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. New episodes come out each and every Tuesday. You can subscribe to those across Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud, as well as watch the video versions on YouTube. And now, as of a few weeks ago, you can watch them on Twitch 
also if you prefer that over YouTube. But if you have any questions, comments, or general feedback, you can email us at teamchatpodcast.gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and subscribe on Instagram as well. Uh, you can, we are also a completely listener-supported show, so if you'd like to support the show because you're really loving and enjoying what we're creating, you can head over to patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast, where it's for as little as a dollar a month you can support the show. And in return, we will give you cool perks like getting the episodes early before their general Tuesday release and access to our private Team Chat Podcast Discord server. As you can see, your Patreon dollars also go directly back into the show, either in new studio setups, equipment, gear, things of that nature. So, to and all most of our, importantly, games. Yeah, and bro, games. we need them. Gamers on a budget, you know. And so, yeah, that so part of it does go to the game, so we can have things to talk about. Exactly. But if you would like to check that out, that is Patreon.com/slash Team Chat Podcast. And a big special thank you to all of our current patrons who help make every episode of Team Chat Podcast possible. Indeed. Indeed. So, before we get into our big topic. Which it's a big one. Got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Let's get a little bit of news. Find out what's coming out soon or big things that happened in the games industry from the past week. All right. First of all, are you ready for the world's shortest review ever? Sure. Dark Souls Remastered. It's great. Is it? That Yeah, it's great. Nice. Uh, and primarily, I just want to mention that the game, at least on PS4, runs like a dream. Like, it runs very well. Uh very limited stuttering. It's just a smooth, sharp-looking game. A lot of, obviously, it's very dated now, the original Dark Souls. A lot of what was wrong with it has indeed been fixed and Good. improved upon in Dark Souls Remastered, specifically on PS4, people. I don't know what the Switch version will eventually be like when it does come out. I also don't know how the Xbox version is running. I assume comparably Probably well. comparable yeah, to Yeah, probably about as well. So yeah, if you weren't sure about Dark Souls Remastered, by all means, get it. You can join me on Discord and we can cry about it. Like, we can both cry about how... Dying a lot? Yeah, like just how bad I we I can't are. say, you know, beginner's <laughs> tip for you. Don't go to the graveyard first. There's like a little hidden thing to go around. Yeah, there's a little, little thing. There's a little like thing that's kind of You mean hidden. literally any other direction. Yeah, just don't go to the graveyard just, first. That was my mistake, and I just don't want you to make the same mistake. That graveyard is tough. No, it really is. I went in there to fight the um, really big skeleton with like three smaller skeletons. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's a rough fight, dude. It is, and that's where I thought was I was supposed to go the first time I started no, playing Dark, so Dark Souls, no. and I was like, that's... And then finally, I was like, why is this so hard? And I looked up a walkthrough, and it's like, no, because you're supposed to go to this other area. You were area. supposed to go like, to the stairs, yeah. up, and to the left. And I was like, damn it. Yeah, you're bad. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, out now and coming soon, we have Blaze Blue, stylized as B-L-A-Z, with no additional E. Mm -hmm. Blaze Blue cross-tag battle for Switch, PS4, and PC June 5th. The Elder Scrolls Online Somerset, PS4, Xbox One, and PC, also June 5th. Onrush, stylized as one word, Onrush. Uh, for PS4 and Xbox One, June 5th, Shaq-Fu, a legend, uh, it's just so fun to Shaq -Fu. say. Shaq-Fu, a legend reborn, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, The Gauntlet, June 5th. The one game for this month that I am genuinely super psyched about, Vampire. Yes. With a P-Y-R, people, not the traditional Vampire. boring way. Yeah, so Vampire, PS4, Xbox One, and PC, also June 5th. I know that we have at least uh, one listener that's really excited about that game. I fully intend to get it. And two hosts. And two and two hosts that are really psyched for it. Uh, if you haven't already seen the Collector's Edition Xbox that's coming out for it, Jesus. But that might be like a special edition, too. I don't even know if that's like the official Xbox Collector's Edition. That might be just like a special thing that they're just giving out as a giveaway. It might be, but good God, that thing Don't is go beautiful. try to win it because I'm trying to win it. Yeah, everybody, you know, Back there's off. no... there's I, 
What collector's edition? Yeah, I don't yeah. know what this news Sorry. is you're talking about. Moving right fake along. News. <laughs> fake news. Hashtag fake news. <laughs> Moda. Oh, so um, uh, Vampire PS4, Xbox One, PC, June 5th. Sorry, I just didn't know if I had set all the platforms. Uh, Moto GP18. Oh, boy. Uh, PS4, Xbox One, and Sounds PC, like one. <laughs> June 7th. Flashback remastered edition for the Switch specifically, also June 7th, and one of their newer IPs, Sushi Striker, The Way of Sushido, for the Switch and the 3DS, June 8th. And then just one real quick tidbit of news. Square Enix's producer, uh, excuse me, the producer for the upcoming Final Fantasy VII remake, uh, Yoshinori Kitase, he recently let slip that Nobuo Uematsu is returning from an absence from some of the more recent Final Fantasy games to help work on the Final Fantasy remake uh, soundtrack again. So that's very exciting news for me because the soundtracks are awesome. For I mean, the Final Fantasy game soundtracks are some of the best in the business. Yeah. So the fact that he's coming back for Final Fantasy VII's remake, it's, I'm very excited about that. Very nice. I don't know if it's just to clean up the old tracks, just keep their original sound and just make them sound a little bit nicer in today's methods, or if it's to totally re-record them, make everything super awesome. Whatever it is, I'm down for it. Nice. It's always good to get the you know get the the old classic composer to come back for a series because you know that what they can give and what they can bring to the to it it will stay consistent and excellent and excellent so um one little extra bit of news though that is it's kind of a a segue into what we're going to be talking about today currently right now as of this recording which is may 29th correct yes may 29th when we're recording there's currently a live stream going on on bethesda's twitch channel oh god with the Pit Boy, oh, Fallout God. Boy guy, Fallout. not Fallout Boy, Pit Boy, <laughs> the Pit Boy, uh, standing there in front of a TV that just says, please stand by. Oh, that's right. I saw that on Twitter. We don't know what it's going to be. We don't know. Obviously, something Fallout related. We don't know if that's going to be Fallout, the Fallout 5 announcement, a Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas remaster, or possibly Fallout on some kind of PS, on some kind of VR uh, platform. But, uh, but something's coming. I'm certain, like I'm putting money on it right now, nothing's going to happen with that please stand by until E3. Okay, it's time for me to step in here and provide a little bit of updates. As you may have already heard, Bethesda has revealed what was on their live stream that said please stand by to be a new game in the series, Fallout 76. Now, there's a little bit more information on this. It looks like it's going to be a bit different of a game than what the previous Fallout games have been. Uh, so I'm going to go to an article written by Jason Schreier of Kotaku uh, saying that Fallout 76 is an online survival, survival RPG. Uh, the article says, when Bethesda announced Fallout 76 with a teaser trailer this morning, promising more information, and this morning was last Wednesday, uh, it's easy to assume that the new game would be a traditional single-player role-playing game. But Fallout 76 is, in fact, an online survival RPG that's heavily inspired by games like DayZ and Rust, according to three people familiar with the project. Continues on to say, those people speaking anonymously so as not to damage their careers confirmed that Fallout 76 is an experimental new entry into the long-running post-apocalyptic series. When Bethesda first teased the game on Tuesday morning, fans and pundits speculated that it might be a Fallout 3 remaster or New Vegas-style spinoff in a new location, which Mogan and I were some of those people. That was added in. That wasn't in the article. Just keep you, keeping you on your toes. But as... uh Kotaku reported that afternoon, it was, in fact, something completely new and completely different 
and that is now known as Fallout 76. Seems that it's uh, going to to be different, Jason Schreier also on his Twitter said, told people that if you're expecting normal Fallout, don't, you will be disappointed. So it's going to have a little different stuff. It's going to have base building. It's uh, like Fallout 4 did. And it also is taking place at Vault 76, which, according to Fallout lore, happens about 20 years after the post-apocalyptic war that happened or the apocalyptic war event that takes place. Uh, so pre- it's I think I read it's about 200 years prior to the other Fallout games or Fallout 4. So it'll be interesting to see. It's probably going to be a way... This article is saying, too, that it will be way more of a... uh, Not near as civilized as a setting, I guess. So Fallout 76 is the new Fallout game. We'll uh, hear more about it, of course, at E3. So far, Bethesda is being rather hush-hush about any other details about it. So look forward to hearing more about that game coming up. And so that's why it's the perfect segue. Today is our E3 predictions episode. Woo! Ooh, a lot of fun year. stuff. Is this our third, third year? year? Oh my it. god, third year doing E3 predictions, people. We've been they super just need to wrong start sending, every year. They just year. need to send us our passes, let us they get do. to the show, so we can just talk about this stuff in a more official capacity. Oh god, that sounds stressful. You can go. It's all not, I would the whole love base. to go. <laughs> I just check back in. <laughs> Jared, what's it like out there? So much! So much! <laughs> I can't cover all this news! Oh, yeah, I'll be like our person on the desk, and yeah. you'll be our guy in the field. <laughs> and it'll be like that uh, the weatherman on Family Guy. It's like, what's weather out there, Ollie? It's hot! <laughs> it's going Rain. It's that, was, rain. that was my favorite one. Yeah. And then it's like back to you. And it's like, all right, thanks, Ollie. And so, you know. I think we can make we it work. Be. Yeah, we can make it. We can do it. We just need somebody yeah. to, again, you know, we just need PlayStation and all those other people to wisen up and know that we're, a, you know, we're a voices that need to be heard and yeah. thus deserve to be at E3. Of course. Of course. Absolutely. But so... We all, we have talked about a couple E3 things before, like we said there with the uh, Walmart Canada leak that kind of spurred some early on E3 conversation with us, and so and since then at least Rage Two we know is for sure coming, is for yeah. sure happening. Bethesda announced that. But what are some other things that you're hoping to get out of this? I, I know we each have some like specific things that we want to get out of this, but then and then we're gonna so we want to talk about those, but then all and then why we think those are gonna happen. Uh, but then we also want to see you know. Maybe we'll take it a little bit from the from the big players, you know, the EA, the EA PlayStation or whatever. The specific conference is what we'd like to see from those as well. But uh, but what's what's one thing? So do you want to start then with what will be the majority of my opinions, and then we can segue in the middle to our shared opinions, okay. and then we can segue to Microsoft from there, which are your opinions. Yes. So let's start with Nintendo, okay. because most of what I'm excited about and most of what I'm hoping to see more of all revolves around Nintendo things. Right. And I want to kind of start by saying what I believe is my least likely prediction, but also that ties in really nicely to a bit of new content that... Um, um, one of our frequent listeners, Fuchsia, recently made. Yes, I wanted to bring this one up too. Yeah, yeah, and this is just a perfect thing to kind of build into the show because Fuchsia is a streamer for uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf primarily, and she's one of the best Animal Crossing people like out there, period. I don't care, fight me. <laughs> Everybody else can fight me on that. She's amazing. And she made a really good video of what she would want to see in the next Animal Crossing IP. Mm-hmm. So the timeline is back in 2012, I believe, uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf released on the 3DS. Or maybe at that time, was it just the DS? 
Oh my god, I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I think it was just I think it was the three DS. I might be wrong about that. Please don't quote me on that. Okay. I won't. Uh but in any case, the more recent uh iterations have been New Leaf, of course, on the DS or the three DS, I'm not sure. Uh Happy Home Designer, which was kind of like just an interior design offshoot of Animal Crossing New Leaf, had a, almost the exact same look, had the same feel. It was just all about decorating your home and other public works and such, mm-hmm. which is one of the big draws of Animal Crossing, but it wasn't really a new installment of Animal Crossing, as most fans would know it. And then, of course, we have Pocket Camp on mobile. Right, which just which came out an, within a few, last we, few months. Yeah, it just came out uh, last year, I believe, actually. Yeah, it's actually. Like probably about six, five, six yeah, months out. something like that, because like they that. definitely had a Christmas event. Right. So it's been at least that long. Uh, but anyway, so Pocket Camp is great, and it's one of the best mobile games I've ever played in my life. But it's still not a real Animal Crossing game. Mm-hmm. So something that I would love 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 to see is anything i'll take anything anything from nintendo on a new real animal crossing for switch ip and i'm pretty sure there have been i mean like obviously it's what a lot of nintendo switch fans are clamoring for you fuchsia and uh, you know any other fan of the animal crossing series have been clamoring for but i'm wanting to say we have heard some a bit more um grounded rumors about it like a like a trademark filing right so i'm gonna just do a quick little research and as of right now there has been zero official word or even hints you know that's not really nintendo style nintendo doesn't hint about things right they wait until they're ready to make an announcement regardless of the rumors so we've got some rumors unsubstantiated but out there we've got some rumors about there eventually being a animal crossing for switch right but i want to know more about it right now I want that information immediately, and I want everything that Fuchsia said in her video to be in the new Switch. Yeah. I want new terrains. I want new skin tones. Or really, just any skin tones beyond white. Uh, I want. I thought that was interesting that you can have a darker skin tone by tanning. Yeah, it's like, what? come on. Some people are born tan. Heavy air quotes there for people Ooh. that aren't watching the video. So the point is, I would love to see animal crossing for switch yeah in any capacity all i the most that i think any fan can realistically expect is at like a micro teaser yeah like just a title card even like what they did with metroid exactly was that last year e3 that was that was last year that was so long ago which naturally leads into my next thing that i really want to see which is i think they're going to do something more for metroid prime 4 i would think yeah so last it's been a whole year we have literally heard nothing exactly so they're keeping it on tight wraps nothing's getting out i think that this year we will get a trailer I do not think there will be gameplay footage. I do not think there will be a release date. All I think they're going to do is like launch something that is more of an official trailer for the for the game. They're going to one-up it from last year, where all they did was just show the title card. They'll exactly. show the title card, and then like Samus loading her gun, exactly. her rocket, and then it cuts to black. That's it'll all you're going to see. It'll, I, I'm expecting it'll be similar to all of the build-up that they did for Breath of the Wild, which was super, super minimal to start out. Right. And then they had like a real trailer, and then they had gameplay footage, and then eventually we got a real real release date after it was delayed a couple times right i'm ex- fully expecting the exact same style of timeline for metroid prime 4 yeah they're obviously building it up to be a huge release for the switch it for any metroid fan if they do it well it would be massive so i'm hopeful that they'll do it right i don't mind waiting 
I can wait forever for the right Metroid Prime 4 installment. I'll wait as long as it takes, much like with Breath of the Wild. Yeah. So I think that they will do a trailer for it. I think that's all we will get on Metroid Prime 4. Additionally, I have a couple of other little Nintendo predictions slash desires. A lot of these are just, you know, my own rando wish list, basically. Uh, I do think we're going to get a lot more. I think the vast majority of Nintendo's E3 platform will be dedicated to Smash 5. Oh, absolutely. Almost exclusively. I think that's where all of their time and money is going to go. I think we're going to get character releases. I think we're going to get gameplay. I think they're going to throw all of their money into this thing. Yeah. So Smash 5, I, they can do... I'm expecting everything. And I think they're probably going to deliver on that if they know what's good for them. I think so, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because I think at this point, especially with the Nintendo online service coming up, like people are going to be like, when we know Smash is a thing, yeah. is it a port, Is it a, or is it a brand new game, and when the hell are we going to get to play Now, it? see, the one thing that I think they won't release is an official release date. I think that probably won't be part of the E3 Summit. So this was the thing, remember, when we were talking about the Nintendo online service, though, we were saying, because I uh, had listened earlier, and like it was the prediction of Tim Geddes from F- Kind of Funny that it was going to, that it was going to be, the release date was going to be the same release date as the Nintendo service, online service. Right. And as much as that would be awesome, I tend to agree that it might not be necessarily on that day, just because they're going to be launching this new service do they really want to launch a huge game at the same day and then try to see like... There's always bugs. Exactly. With anything. So I would expect uh, the Nintendo Online is supposed to go out in September. I would say October, November before we see... I think it's going to be holiday. You think so? I think it's going to be holiday so that, But that'd be like that'd be like november I mean, that'd be like late November yeah, le- at most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and well, because I, Odyssey came out October. Yeah, but Odyssey was a weird one. That's true. I mean, Odyssey just kind of like had its own weird release date. That's true. And even at the time, everybody was like, October. Yeah. Curious choice, Nintendo. On the same day as Assassin's Creed Origins. I mean, it did all right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Some, both games did somehow fine. Somehow that didn't manage the, to yeah. hurt Mario. No, they're, they're fine. Two very different games. And then the last thing that I'm expecting that we will probably get at least some additional information on, most likely not a release date, most likely not gameplay footage, I am hopeful that they'll say something, anything, about the new Pokemon that is in development for Switch. Okay. Not Pokemon Tournament, none of that crap. An actual, released, like, Yeah, so of new... course from last year, they had a very brief segment where it was one of the producers saying, hey everybody, look forward to a new Pokemon RPG, like a real installment of Pokemon, being produced by Game Freak for the Switch. Nice. I think that when it does eventually come out, I'm expecting like 2020. Like if be we're a while still. yeah, if we're lucky, holiday 2019 for the new Pokemon. But I think that they will at least release a trailer for it at this year's E3. Jumping in here with another update. This news broke literally two hours after we had finished recording this episode. So they are in fact releasing Pokemon games. In fact, one of the games that they're re- that Nintendo is going to be releasing is out now. You can play it right now, and it's Pokemon Quest. So basically, this is a, so a little rundown of it from Polygon. Pokemon Quest, Everything We Know by Petrana Radulovic. Uh, Pokemon Quest is the newest Pokemon title and a deviation from previous games, and it looks a lot like Minecraft. I'm just throwing that in there. It's kind of what it looks like. Uh, so what is Pokemon Quest? Instead of the traditional RPG style of the previous Pokemon games, Pokemon Quest is designed to be a mobile game. There's no overarching storyline or human NPCs or even familiar graphics. The game relies more on time management than battle strategy. And like with most mobile games, there's a lot of waiting involved. 
And then so, and um, what I've looked at it, I haven't played it yet or gotten to experiment with it at all, but there are some microgens actions and different things like that that you can play. Uh, and it doesn't look like it ties into Pokemon Go in any way necessarily. But the other big announcement of, from Nintendo about Pokemon is that there is a new, uh, Pokemon game coming out later in the fall. It's called Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu or Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Uh, and so this one is coming up. They are going to be coming out, let's see here, this is another Polygon article, Everything We Know About Pokemon Let's Go, again, by Petrano Radulovic. And, okay, so what is it? Uh, directed by, described by director Janucci Musuda as a remake of Pokemon Yellow, the first Pokemon titles for Switch will take us back to the Kanto region, where the original Pokemon games were set. Players will start off in Pallet Town, meet Professor Oak, and encounter the year 151 original Pokemon. In addition, elements of the Pokemon anime will appear, notably Team Rocket and specific characters. And so this article goes on to say the release date is November 16th, exclusively on the Switch, and it will be for $59.99 each. Uh, so... Obviously, there will be the two different versions, you know, as usual with Pokemon titles of having, like, Sun and Moon. <clears throat> there are two different versions of the game, like I said, uh, one being Pikachu-themed and the other one being Eevee-themed. And this is standard for Pokemon games, as we've seen with Pokemon Sun and Moon and Pokemon Yellow and Red. Um, I'm not a big Pokemon I don't know a whole lot about Pokemon, so bear with me. Mogan would have more to do about this, but we're having to fill this all in last minute before the episode goes live. But uh, there's a whole bunch of information in the, about the game in this article, but the bottom line is, yes, there is going to be new, new Pokemon games, and a, they even said that there will be further Pokemon games for the Switch coming out next year. So lots to look forward to in the Pokemon world, and so Mogan is no doubt very excited. And I'm very excited for that. Like, nice. super excited. Yeah, no, it'll be great. I mean, especially, it's it's fun too now that especially I have a Switch. This will be my first E3 with a Switch. So I can actually really get excited about the Nintendo news. You know, because you I totally can. can. You can be like, oh my God. Oh, and what's that? Um, I just now remembered this. Uh, that new Yoshi title. Yeah, Yoshi. I totally forgot about um, that. I mean, they have a trailer for that already. Yeah, you're right, you're right. It came out, but I mean, we should at least, but it's always just been 2018. So we'll probably yeah. get a, a legit we'll get, release date yeah, for it. That'll probably be one of the small ones that they work into like the rapid yeah, bites that they do probably. sometimes. Because Yoshi's fun. Yoshi's, Yoshi's exciting, but I don't think people are yeah. going to be, they're not going to dedicate the time that they would like Mario. Yeah, I, so. I agree. I agree. All right. Well, uh, so some of my bigger things. So one of the ones that I'm actually obviously looking forward to is PlayStation. Um, and they, you know, they already kind of came ahead out of the gate and said some of the things that they were going to talk about. They're going to focus on four main games, uh, Death Stranding, Spider-Man, oh right. uh, Tilo, The Last of Us 2, and Ghost of Shushima. Shushima. Yeah, Shushima. I'm huh. saying that right. I, I actually don't even know what that last one so is. So that one is a new game by Sucker Punch, who originally had, they d- did all the infamous games. And so this is kind which of which I have new, not played. So sorry. I've only played the first Infamous. I've had Infamous Second Son, which was like a launch title for PS4, sitting in my game cabinet. Have not touched it. And uh, but I did like the Infamous game. It was a fun take on like the superhero genre, with you know, but not falling back on, uh, you know, a pre-established Tropes, comic. Like oh, oh you know, okay, I see what you're a saying. It's brand new character, brand new thing, but it was like you're a superhero kind of thing. So I, I really not like those Spider-Man games. I'm right. Well, we so actually lazy. did kind of have a, dis- a discussion on the Discord about it. Like normally, the superhero <laughs> games aren't my cup of tea. Yeah, like I understand the appeal of them, but in like the su- the uh, Insomniac Spider-Man game does look very pretty, and it looks like it would be a lot of fun to play. But it's also not like 
I'm not super jazzed for it either. Like when I look at the new Spider-Man game, I'm like, whoa. Woo. Can I be jazzed with it when I have so much about Death Stranding that I want to know about? T. Lou 2. And then even Days Gone is going to get a little bit more attention there as well. So there are all those things. Obviously, the big thing from that, I want to know when I'm going to get my hands on The Last of Us 2. Yeah. Which I think, that's my big prediction, like... I think it's probably far enough now because the first tease for The Last of Us 2 was in November. No. It was at PlayStation Experience 2016. Yes. And so that was like late November, early December when that was. So here we, it'll be, so now it's been a year and a half, I guess, almost two years, getting close God, to two has years. It's been that long. Yeah. Jesus. Since the initial reveal. We had that other trailer revealed in between there. So now I think. That's enough time. You gotta at least have a window. Give me a year at least. I'm not, like, there's no way they're gonna come out and say, June 13th, 2019, you're gonna get to play this game. Yeah, they're like, not that, do that's that. too early. They're gonna say, but give me like a spring, fall, something, and the year, so I can know when to, because my whole thing is, I'm gonna do my, I haven't, I've only played through The Last of Us once. When I know the release date for The Last of Us 2, I'm going to do a replay. Nice. Get all, get all psyched and excited get and, and psyched all hyped up. again. So that's the one that I'm really looking forward to. So that's been like my big, my big prediction, which is, I mean, if it doesn't come true, I'm going to be very put out. But, uh, yeah. but that, that we're going to get a release date or a release window, I guess, for, uh, for TLU 2. And, you know, Sean Layden did come, from Sony did come out and say that they aren't going to address any new hardware. They aren't going to what now? They're not going to talk about any new hardware. So like oh for like the PlayStation in general yeah good PS5 PSVR they, you know they're not going to talk about that it's going to be focused mainly on these four games four or five games they're going to have other things that they'll announce from like third parties yeah probably indies, at least a few different indie stuff titles. like that exactly um you know I'm sure Ubisoft will have some games like that EA will have some games different things like that that they'll want to talk about um so that would be so that would be kind of interesting and so obviously that's what I'm really looking forward to but that seems like more of a given thing um. But then, you know, obviously Ubisoft also is probably one of my second favorite ones that I'm looking forward to because Ubisoft lately, I feel like, has been really killing it as a developer, really putting out some, been putting out some good stuff. I think they're probably handling games as a service better than anybody else. Potentially. Because of how well received their, their games are and how you don't hear like a scandal of them trying to, of them like trying to, people feeling like they're trying to cheat them out of their money with microtransactions. You know, Rainbow Six Siege is a very, very popular game set up as a service right now. Uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands is doing, it's not as, as popular as a game, but it still has a consistent following. For Honor. Which I'm a big, a big fan of. Uh, also, get another game as a service. They're going to be. They have said that they'll be talking about For Honor and what's coming up for this next year. Because right now we haven't had any new heroes for the last couple seasons, last couple updates. So they're going to be talking about some big things there. I'm super excited for that. I hope we. Yeah, it's like another. The big. My big hope for that is that. Yeah, here are the next six. Yeah, six heroes you're going to get in the next year or something like that. And here's the price for what that will be. You know, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, they'll be talking about uh, the Division Two. Which, as much... The Division 2, that's one that I'm kind of like, why? Because, and this is why I say that I'm, you know, kind of backing up my statement as far as uh, how I feel like they're handling games as a service and and these more, like, live live games like this. The Division, they turned it from... I have not gone back to play it because I've been... (coughs) I've chosen to focus on other things in other games. But from what other people have said, other people I've talked to, things that I've read online, apparently they really turned the Division around. And a lot of the complaints that I had and Zach, Zach and I had when we played it 
are no longer an issue and it's a much better game now. So I'm actually curious about this one. Now, granted, got burned again, you know, with the whole Destiny 2 fiasco. Let's not forget Destiny 2. So I don't know. Will that be a day one purchase for me or release day purchase? Uh, probably not. Don't fall for it again, man. No. Don't fall for probably it. Probably not. I want to get some reactions in and all that different stuff and see what other people think. Uh, but I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm interested about it. Beyond Good and Evil 2, that Actually, one. Just circling back real quick to the yeah. Division 2, I have an off the cuff hunch. Okay, give it to me. That a lot of these games, uh, that are maybe trying to build on past you know, kind of a success, kind of not a success, which is where I would place the division. Mm -hmm. It was kind of a successful game and also in a lot of ways kind of not. I think that that's the exact type of game that I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to make more of a transition to the Battle Royale format. Yeah, I mean, I could see it having a mode in there. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to go ahead and make it a prediction. I think we're going to get more info onto the division two. I think somewhere in there, in some. Oh, I mean, no, they, like they've already said, they, uh, Ubisoft has said, like these are ones that they are going to talk about. Talk, no, I'm saying two. that with division two, I think they're going to state that oh, it's something see, to do I with see, a I battle see. royale game. Gotcha, gotcha. At least have that mode because yeah. that was the one thing that was like the big selling point for the division two is how easily you could transition from playing against. The main story and the co-op in the co-op mode to playing in the P- in the PvP mode of the Dark Zone, and you know, so that would be really cool to see how they could work in like a battle royale into that. But I, but I agree, it could be a game that would be very uh, like a benefit from it or have that as a fun extra mode. Um, Beyond Good and Evil Two, I'm excited about that one. I really love the reveal trailer yeah, they had the for that game. Was really interesting. Looks like it was going to be so fun, and they've shown more gameplay of that since then. So I'm interested to see if they have any more like again a release window, anything like that. Skull and Bones. Uh, that one was interesting to me last year too because it basically looked like the adult uh, Sea of Thieves, the adult themed Sea of Thieves. Um, Anyone can play Sea of Thieves, bro. Anyone can play Sea of but Thieves. But not everyone, not all the little kids can play Skull and Bones. So that's, you know. Kids make Thieves. games more fun. <laughs> <laughs> they just do. <laughs> so so that would be a lot of, so so Ubisoft I'm looking forward to the, there. Not any big huge predictions. Um, well, I guess the only thing that I bet, and this kind of goes back to the Walmart Canada leak, uh, that they'll announce a, a Splinter Cell. Okay. Oh, actually, because that was, was one of the ones that they said in the Walmart Canada that they, that they thought was going to be that was, was leaked. I don't remember what I was watching, but so, I think it was like a video or something. And this was pre before when we even started talking about E3. Yeah, I think it was someone making the case of basically saying now is the best time for there to be a new Splinter Cell. Yeah, and they had all of these reasons and like uh, arguments for why now is the time for new Splinter Cell. And I was like really on board with it. I was well, like, I mean, yeah. They- yeah, but they Splinter also just Cell. did the crossover event in Ghost Recon Wildlands. Yes, that's why they said that Which to me is like the biggest indicator of all that it's coming. Yeah, yeah. So I would be really interested to see that. Now, as far as Skull and Bones goes, I do have a prediction. Okay. Rare, Sea of Thieves, they're going to roll up to the like actual physical building of whoever is producing Skull and Bones in a pirate ship on wheels, and they're just going to lay literal siege to them. Just they're going to have it. cannons ablazing, and they're going to be like, you bastards! I will be interested to see they're if anything big They're just going to rain comes. holy pirate hell down upon them, and they shall be the kings of the seas. Yeah. Official, did you write it down? Oh, uh, sure. Write that down. You don't even, he didn't even take the cap off, everybody. <laughs> 
That's not real. That's my official prediction. Rare sees the Sea of Thieves. The CEO of Rare is going to be the captain of the ship. They are going to go rain, destruction, and terror down upon the makers of Skull and Bones. So let's kind of circle around then to kind of go back to that Walmart Canada League a little bit because I'm just blowing <laughs> past that. Just ignoring just me. Just going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so again, we, we you know so we talked about some of those games that we're talking about uh, with the Walmart Canada League and some of those like we already know like I said before Rage Two for sure coming out uh, Splinter Cell hi- I think highly um, highly likely. Uh, so Borderlands 3, though, Gearbox software, software CEO came out and said it is not going to be at E3. Okay. That's not a no. That's not, no, that's he, just he's a, saying that's like not it's not going to be there. Oh, no. So I, I, I read that as, hey, it's not going to be at E3. Not that it's not happening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, people know the game's yeah. happening. That's not the question. Uh, but people are wanting, obviously people are wanting to see when it's gonna be, because it's been so long since they've heard anything about it. And it's been very hush hush. So I can't decide though if that's just a tactic to try to make people go like, mm, no. And then at the very end of, of an announcement, they're like, oh, guess what? It's Borderlands 3. I'll sue them for lying. But, you know, but yeah, so it is, it would be kind of odd though for them to come out and be like, yeah, I doubt that that's the case, yeah, especially not. when it's somebody that high up saying, no, it's not going to be a D3. Right. I think that that's probably true. Yeah. Um, so nothing really else to touch on on that Walmart stuff. I just knew that came up. Obviously, though, Bethesda, like we mentioned earlier, is still doing a whole bunch of stuff. So if they're teasing Fallout this early, how likely then do you think they're going to make an announcement for Elder Scrolls 6? Elder Scrolls, I don't know. Because uh, they could be doing this as a, as a smokescreen. You know, they're like, hey, don't pay attention to this. Um, you know, or pay attention to Fallout and get people really excited for Fallout. And then at the show, they're able to like at the very end or something or start with Elder Scrolls 6. I think that if we do get anything about the new Elder Scrolls, it will be very similar to Metroid Prime 4 where it's super basic. Just, hey, just FYI. We're working on it. I don't, I don't know. think there would be at anything this point, additional. At this point, I think that would make people more mad than getting nothing at all. See, I, I kind of disagree. Because it's been so long. Skyrim came out in 2011. By the, and that is a... There have been gaps longer. There have been gaps longer. But I feel like that is a very long gap. And people, and especially with how much Bethesda has been spending time porting Skyrim to so many other things. I feel like at this point, if they if you, they came out and said, "Hey, here's logo art for for six, like it's coming, but strap in, it's going to be like another three years." I feel like people will be like, "Then why say anything?" Well, I mean, that's kind of like any other game with a really long wait time. Yeah. I, I that, so my official prediction is they may. No, my official prediction is they will say something about New Elder Scrolls. It will be nothing more than max. A very slight teaser. Okay, so I'm saying then it will be a full-on trailer reveal. Okay. We have our predictions set, We have set, our predictions good, set in stone. And then pivoting real quick to something that I think is highly likely, even though I have very limited evidence yeah. to back me up, is I think we're going to get a real trailer for Bloodborne 2. So because of the that. fact that they just recently, from software, just recently made the original Bloodborne their free game of the month for PS Plus, 
and on the back of From Software's Dark Souls Remastered just recently coming out, I think all of this... Oh, and in addition to... Was it at the Game Awards this year where they had like a the, really... The teaser? Yeah, the yep. really uh, brief teaser of... Looked like what, thread, what was it like? like a needle, like something, like a spool being turned. It looked like a bone. If you actually looked at it, yeah, it looked like a, like a vein, tendon, something bone with a tendon in the middle that looked like it was simultaneously organic and mechanical, which is exactly the kind of stuff that Bloodborne really caters to. Yeah. And there was something about like souls die twice or something like that. I don't remember that. It I thought was, it was, just it was like... something about. It, it was pretty no man's sky. What the it's coming anyways, up. Yeah. Uh, it's, so I, have a uh, I think we're officially going to get a Bloodborne trailer. I think it's going to be a trailer. Bloodborne two. E3, Sony, boom from software. From software. I think it's going to happen. So this is just a fun thing because I was going back, like I texted you when we were preparing, uh, the, when we were getting ready for this episode. I went back and watched like some of our past stuff to see if there if there were any predictions we had made that we forgot and, and missed. I was watching our 100th 100th episode, and on it, Zach predicted that there would be a big No Man's Sky update that would have that would make people really excited about it. And this is a couple weeks old, but. He was right. There's a No Man's he Sky update. He phoned it in. He pho- so, so, Zach, what's your prediction so, for E3? Now, quick voice him. I don't think there's going to be. I don't know. That's a, we not, really need, like, a Zach sock a Zach puppet. puppet. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Hey, we just puppet. need to Come make. Come out here from, like, the oh, side of the that would, There we go. Sam could voice him. She could just, like, thrust her arm out. Yeah. I think it would be great. But, uh, but so, anyway, so No Man's Sky next coming in summer 2018, and it's going to add, like, multiplayer and... Uh, obviously, it's coming to Xbox now and all this other stuff. So That's I thought that funny. was really funny that That's like he really made that prediction funny. and it came true. And then he was totally right. I'm pretty sure we gave him shit about it. We probably did. We were like, Psh, no. <laughs> um, but others staying on kind of the Bethesda train. Now that they're hyping Fallout, this is one I had written down before, but and I thought it might be coming that they might be announcing Doom Two. Oh, or Doom, whatever the next iteration that they want to make of Doom Two. But now that they're pushing Fallout, some Fallout stuff. And we're getting rage too. I don't think that's as likely. I, yeah, anymore. I think that I think that sounds like a um, stretched thin kind of Probably. thing. I I also agree. I think that eventually there will be another Doom installment because it was so well received. Oh, yeah. I oh, just, another Doom is for sure oh, yeah. going to come. I just don't think it'll happen this year. No, probably not. Which makes me sad. I really love Doom, and I would love to play a new version of it. Um, okay, so let's jump over then. Kind of like the, I mean, there are other big things. Did you have anything, any thoughts or anything at all of like EA or Square Enix that's doing their big re- reveals? The only hope, and it's not even a hope for me, it's just hope for the fans that Square Enix will show something else about Final Fantasy VII. I'm remake. sure that they will. Uh, and then as far as EA is concerned, I think a lot of their platform is going to be dedicated to uh, crowd control. I think yes. that they're going to actively try to backpedal on how much of just like super scumbags they are. Well, so, and so we didn't talk about this in the uh, earlier, but, or we haven't had a chance to talk about it yet, but Battlefield 5 was announced and it's going to take place in World War II. Oh, we, I, I remember that. We didn't talk about it yet because it's really new. Right. But it um, did, that wasn't New as of recording. Yeah. And the big thing there is they're not going to have any premium past content locked behind a pail and there will no be not be any loot boxes and i think they're gonna milk that for everything it's worth i think so too. they have a, a lot of like you said crowd control they to, have a lot of like public what's it called um backpedaling yes they have a lot of backpedaling to do well and this is dice who are the same developers of battlefront 2 so they are definitely going to do all they can to be like no we're not going to do this again now granted everybody's like okay so what's when's the other shoe going to drop 
and they're exactly. Gonna re- you so know. that's the thing. I think this is all going to be like a big publicity smokescreen for eventually the knife in the back. I don't trust EA as far as I can throw them. They like they're definitely going to turn around as soon as they think the coast is clear, and they're going to try to cut you and bleed you for every dollar you're worth. It will be interesting though to see. I mean, because I, I mean, I agree that could definitely very easily happen because that happened with Battlefront 2. You know, they first, they said like, Hey, post release content is going to be free, but Hey, guess what? You can buy everything and like it kind of becomes pay to win. And everybody's like, no, don't do that. And how so, many times do we have to teach you this lesson? And old obviously man? we've talked about that. We've beaten that horse to death, but anyway, but. Where was I going with that? Do you think they're going to come out with one of those big fancy sports cars again that nobody cares about? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> this year, I hope that, that it's going to be Xbox. like a VW bug, like yeah, a convertible. Yeah, like something. And everybody was like, why do we care it's about like, this Porsche? It's like, why? Why you did you do definitely this? definitely peddling this to the wrong audience. <laughs> Literally. Um, but yeah, so that one, so I'm very interested to see what, what comes with that, if what they, because I do think that, yeah, they're going to be kind of, oh, the only really big thing from EA that I hope we get is more information on Anthem. Yes. Anthem looks Anthem really cool. Anthem is one that we haven't heard anything Not about really for a Not really since then, because I think... Obviously, from the fallout from Battlefront 2, they're like, ooh, we better not say anything else about this until we figure out a way to make this viable again. Yeah. Because you know that game was going to rely on loot boxes and microtransactions out the wazoo. Exactly. Yeah. So, So, but that is one of the few titles that I am actually interested to see if there's going to be like another big, you know, gameplay trailer, explanation, just more information on it. I would hope it's more gameplay rather than a trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just, I think that maybe we will get gameplay. And I think that we may even get similar to The Last of Us. I think we'll get a date range. Yes, I think it'll be like fall 2019 yeah. or something like that. Oh, and now as we're talking about it, the only the only other big thing that I hope gets an official announcement. It's been hinted at. It's been rumored at. I would love to see a new Dragon's Age Dragon Age game announced. Ooh, it's been a while. It has been a while. That would be fun. Yeah, because Anthem is probably far enough along in its development stage that they could. That they probably have some people already like forming ideas. It's the same thing, even if it's just the is the Dragon official Age announcement. Bioware? It is. Oh, good. I'm glad to know that I wasn't wrong about yeah. that. So, uh, so I would love to see in that one. I would be happy with just like a title card or yeah. something. Just be like, we're working on it. That'd it's gonna just be, be exciting. You know, here's the new thing. You know, I mean, they have said I it's hope in that the works. It's just all footage of Varric and Bianca. Oh, that'd be great at home having like a candlelit dinner. Varric <laughs> is just your character. That'd be the, just, you just you're play just Varric. Varric. In fact, it's more like Dragon Age: The Varric Sims. It's the Chronicles, and it's like a life it. simulator. Oh yeah, and it's just you and Bianca having a happy life having a together. Good old time going around gallivanting. Just about a the countryside. dwarf and his crossbow. <laughs> Absolutely, it'd be the best. Um, so that would be really cool. I mean, it's it's been it's known it's in the works, so that the actual like announcement of it wouldn't be the big surprise. I would just like it'd be cool to see like again more information on it and yeah. different things like that. Um, okay, so switching gears then to the last kind of big heavy Microsoft. We've talked about Microsoft a lot. Because we're obviously like, they're doing a lot of cool things with the hardware side and the, and with their membership and kind of building like this community with Games Pass, uh, the Xbox One X being a pretty solid console, Xbox One, I mean, Xbox One X being the solid console, X1 S is also, you know, pretty good. Like they have these good tiers, they have the Games Pass, but we've always talked about, and I think this is where they're going to have to really buckle down for this. They gotta give us some good exclusives. I want to see exclusives out the wazoo. I want at least five. Like that's my benchmark for my. So here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. We'll see. I think we'll see a brand new AAA uh, Xbox exclusive, not an indie. 
I think they need and no sliding against indies. I just think they they, they need, need a, a triple big, A they exclusive. They need a heavy hitter. Because Sea of Thieves fall, fell did not meet expectations. You should have somehow managed to make like a seafaring or pirate pun out of that. It sank. <laughs> Yeah, it, was, it was a stretch. There you go. It's, you made it. That one was just like. Or you could say that perhaps the fruit, uh, wind didn't catch the sails. Uh, oh, that's even come better. Because on. it didn't sink. Think outside the I treasure know, chest. Oh. <laughs> yes. But anyway, so they didn't do. You know, that game did obviously did not do near as well as they wanted it to do. Um, you know, one of the games from Walmart Canada League po- was possible Gears of War Five. I think that could be a thing. Oh, yeah, um, that could be a nice title for them to play up. Play up, I mean, because it's been, I still think it might be a little soon for New Gears of yeah, War 5. Yeah, but like a, tra- a teaser trailer, something, something like Something to say that. it's in the works. But like, because yeah. last year they focused heavily on like showcasing independent games that were coming. And some good ones came out of that too, or look like there could be promising games coming out of that. But at the end of the day, I think what, because right now, I've said it, I'm saying it again, Sony is killing it with their exclusives right now. Yes. And and to be fair, so is Nintendo. But Sony is really killing it with their exclusives. And the thing right about now. Nintendo is they don't really have a direct competitor. No. Nintendo lives in Nintendo land. Right. Sony is Microsoft's competitor. And they, and are they have ass. to be able to compete in that market and they just can't without right. exclusives. Right. And so make I've... me want to buy an Xbox, specifically that really cool vampire one. Yes. So like if they could just set aside just one for me to purchase after E3, that'd be super. That'd be great. Yeah. That'd just be hold great. that. Put that just, under if Rachel you could just do that, it'd be re- it'd be it'd be a lot cooler if you did. So then, you know, obviously the big thing though that out of out of Microsoft that I think people would literally flip their shit about is if we finally got the announcement of Halo 6. Yeah, I, I think that there will be something. Because, because they God did just, knows they need yeah, it. Yeah, because they did just announce that there's going to be like an arcade version of Halo Combat Evolved like that you can play like David Busters and stuff. So like, there's still more stuff. I've seen people also clamoring online for, uh, for like Halo Wars 3. Halo Wars 2 was just came out. And yeah. that's not, and again, that's not the exclusive that's going to sell not. consoles. We need official Halo 6. Yes. And they need to say anything about it. Yes. Even if it's just to be like, we're working on it, guys. Yeah. I, I would love to have an official trailer. Uh, in fact, I'm even going to say I think that's likely. I think we're going to get a trailer for Halo 6. That would be, that would be sweet, and that would kick some very, very well-needed, like, a boost of energy back into the people's trust in Xbox. Halo 6, colon, Cortana's Revenge. You play as Cortana. It's my official... Yeah, no, that's... I'm going... I'm going wide with it, buddy. <laughs> you play, you as, play Cortana, as Cortana, and you just get to smack Chief around all day for all the shit he's brought you over the years. So... It's gonna be great. So Sony has come out, though, saying, like we said, Sony came out and said that they will not be talking about any new hardware. Do you think Xbox will try to bring out some hardware? I'd be surprised if they... Well, actually, uh, yes and no. So the only hardware that I think that they would be smart to play up is their new push for mobility accessible mm-hmm. hardware. Yes. I think that they wouldn't be wrong, or I think it would just be a, a wise move for them to be like, hey, in case you didn't see the news, here's our little showcase about how we're making this push and really show off. for accessibility in yeah. gaming. I think that would be a really smart move. Mm-hmm. I think it's likely that they will do something about that kind of innovation in hardware. Yeah, I would agree with that. And if they focus on anything, I think that's what it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be like, oh, it runs like 80 million FPS, bro, yeah. and it's got like 
9,000 gigs. At this point, the only hardware, if they announced a new console, it would be Xbox. I don't whatever think, it would I don't be. think there'll be like the new generation. About a new console. I don't no. think so too, because like Sony came out like the initial rumblings of because because uh, an executive there said like, oh, it's at the end of its life cycle, which but makes they sense. Still said but they still said it has three to four years. more years. Yeah. So end of the life cycle is still a long time. Yeah, we got time. we got time. Um, so, but at the same time, Xbox has been creating the new, you know, the One S and the One X. They're not going to turn around now and say, here's the no. Here's I don't the next think so. Generation. I think we're going to get very minimal uh, information in terms of hardware for Xbox. I think they will play up the accessible gaming innovations. I think they desperately need to have exclusives. The, yes, and I think that is definitely where their main focus should see. The another piece of hardware that I don't think would be far off is Xbox integration, and this might already be a thing. And I could just be stupid. This just came to my head as we're talking. Is integration with some kind of VR. Like Oculus, they might Vive, something like that. Vive, yeah, whatever. Just kidding. I actually don't know. I literally. Oh, by the way, uh, at the end of E3, Sony and Microsoft are going to get up on stage together, and they're both going to be like, "You guys, you knew it was coming. We're here to just let y'all know." We're canceling VR forever. See, I thought you it's were gonna. I knew. Know. I knew. In the, I knew that's where you were gonna go. But in the back of my mind, where I was hoping you were gonna take that it's cro- is that they were cr- cross platform. No, no, they're gonna make an official statement that VR is canceled for the good of humanity. I still don't buy it. it I just still don't happen. buy that's gonna happen. What's the last day of E3? The fourteenth, June fourteenth, fifteenth, fourteenth or fifteenth, eight p.m. Pacific time. Sony and Microsoft together, hand in hand, they're going to get up on that stage. Fourteenth, and they're going to let everybody know: no more V, no more VR. Everybody, I don't think that's we can happen. all stop this nonsense. We're free. We're free. Everybody. I don't understand why you hate it so much. We're free. We're free at last. That's my official prediction. All right, write all right. it down. Okay, I will we'll get right on that. <laughs> now it's the backside of Ben. <laughs> Why do you hate um, me? I'm right about everything. Okay, I'll write it down. <laughs> yes. We are canceled. Canceled forever. Love Sony and Microsoft. It's not going to happen. <laughs> um, that would be interesting, though, now that bringing it up, though, if there was something about cross-platform play. Uh, that would be a very exciting thing for them to talk about. At least in the games that, like, really, you know, like the Fortnites, the well, not, I guess not PUBG, but like the Fortnites and uh, maybe Call of Duty, Battlefield, something like that. That'd yeah. be kind of interesting to see if that, that, that would kind work. of stuff. Um, the okay, so here is my kind of like far out. I have two far out things, uh, just general predictions. One, and I don't think it's very likely. This one is like I was reading more on it, and I and it kind of lowered in in percentage of likelihood for me. That Square Enix will announce or tease at least the next game in the Deus Ex series. The next one? Deus Ex. Oh, Deus Ex. I heard Game of the Dead. I heard a very different thing than what you said. Uh, is this our Laurel and Yanni? <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. I hear two. Deus Ex. Whatever. Anyways, Day Deus Ex. Yeah. Day the, of- beca- <laughs> because uh, they said, you know, they came out, in, especially after Mankind Divided underperformed. They were like, this series is going to have to go on hiatus for a while. But they recently did come out saying that it was... Not dead, like they're not canceling the series. There will be another game, but it's but they are focusing on some other things, so it might will it will still be a while. So after I read that, I was like, ah, damn. So it's a stretch. When did Mankind Divided come out? 
It was kind of recent. Like the 16? past two, I think it's highly unlikely. Yeah. Uh, with it only being 2018, I think we would, I, I would say 2019, maybe we'll get some new Deus Ex info. I do not think that's going to happen. Let's see, it was 2016, yeah. Yeah, I don't so, think yeah, that's, that's going to I mean, That's what I mean, a tease, and then it's still like two years away. Maybe, but that's it's very low. It's very low the likelihood yeah. of that happening. Well, that's why my other one though that I think is way more, way more possible, and uh, would be pretty badass. EA or Xbox? EA. It's in the game. It's in the game. <laughs> EA Sports. It's in the game. They will announce due to their recent acquisition of Respawn. They will announce Titanfall three. Oh well, okay. That could happen. Titanfall 2, a sleeping hit. A sleeping hit, a sleeper hit. That game was awesome. And it was a travesty that it was released on the same day as Battlefield 1. Super unlucky. <laughs> just, just terrible. That's hashtag unlucky, bro. I don't, like, Battlefield 2, I mean, Battlefield 1 was a good game. I enjoyed it. Had my time with it, and I've moved on. Same with Titanfall 2, really. I've, like, it's, but as it turns the single player campaign and the multiplayer, a superior game. Burn. That's on what Battlefield I'm saying. Had, Fight me. Had it only, At me, bros. Had it only been the case that Titanfall 2 and Battlefield 2 had come out on the same day, then Titanfall could have had its rightful day in the sun. So yeah, Titanfall 2, 2016 also. It's been it's been two See, almost two years, and the studio was acquisitioned by EA. It's it's coming. I I, I think that that one is at least I'm on board with you with that one. There's like an 80% chance. <coughs> I'm saying it. 80% chance. I'm choking because I'm wondering where he's getting the 80% from. That's a high percentage, I'm, sir. I'm feeling good about it. All right, 30%. It's my out of left field pick. My out of left field prediction. I, and I, I'm feeling good about it. All right. All right. So Titanfall 3. Fall of the Titans. No, the rise. Rise of rise the, Titans. the Titans. Rise. <laughs> because I, really, like I know you played like the the beta or something for oh, it. Oh, it was rough, man. <laughs> but like, it was so bad. The, I mean, I, li- I liked it enough, obviously, to buy the. the you know, actually, I figure. feel like, and it, I'm so sad that I haven't bought this one of BT uh, of the of your of your Titan because he is it's huge. It's like ten inches. It's got like a little miniature one of him on it, and I'm like, oh. I but feel I, like it might be a, a like it's super far fetched. I just had the thought literally now. How wild would it be if Titanfall managed to take its giant mech mechanics and somehow put that into the format of Battle Royale? Oh, it could happen. That could happen, right? Like, if you get to the best mech first, you win. It's just like like a massive death match. I mean, because how the thing happens, it's just a, I mean, it would be literally the same gameplay of just a basic deathmatch mode in Titanfall 2, but just on an exponential scale. I think that could easily happen and it would be really fun. So that's my prediction. Titanfall three battle Royale. I know we didn't talk about it and we don't have to talk about it, but did you see that PUBG is actually now officially, yeah, they're suing, officially Fortnite? suing Fortnite. And I was like, lol, you that's, mad bro. <laughs> eh, I can't defeat this. You know, what's funny is Fortnite and PUBG are actually technically both owned at least in part by the same Chinese game development company that, uh, 10, 10 cent, 10 cent. Yeah, yeah, they sure are. So like, I'm wondering how it's even legal for them to essentially sue themselves. It's just funny. It is funny because like <laughs> a few months ago, PUBG was like, it was thought that PUBG was going to sue them, sue Fortnite and Epic games then. And they were like, you know what? No, 
But now they and are. And now that Fortnite is so <laughs> popular, they're like, oh, God, we got to sue. That'll, that'll be interesting to see I mean, what comes Fortnite of that. I mean, Fortnite has just eaten PUBG for lunch. Yeah. It really has. Uh, if I, I mean, were them, I'd be gonna, pissed too. Oh yeah, I mean, I would be too. This, the, you know, you were the first one out of the gate, and this other game that wasn't even built to be this comes out and then does just utterly and destroys like, you in the marketplace. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> too funny. Too funny. The whiteboard is not gone. Oh dang it! <laughs> Got to add a mark there. Dropped a dropped an f bomb. It's all right, everybody. We're when adults. did I get a clean slate? I only I see re- one on. There. Well, it's supposedly supposed to reset every episode. First of it's all, we like gotta get episode. you a straight edge so that we can fix the lines. I know. I'm not the best. Anyways, at that. but anyway, um, let's see. Anything else jumping out at you? I think we've pretty much covered the gambit of all the things that I really had uh, j- jumped out about, but uh, I can't really think of anything else. Me neither. I think, I think, that's what we I think it'll expect. be an exciting E3. I'm, like, I'm obviously looking really... I think the most I'm looking forward to is Sony and, and Ubisoft. I'm excited to see with those because those companies are the ones that really have the big games that I'm playing nowadays. I'm excited for Xbox and the fact that I just want to see just what are they going to do. give us anything, Xbox. Anything to make you stand out. It's like, I know you've been focusing hard on these services and, and hardware, but... It's the time is now. The foundation is laid. The foundation they've, is laid. They've got wow the me. hardware. They've got the groundwork. They've got the network. Now just put the games yeah. onto. You could even perhaps build them like some sort of fort, perhaps. Mm. Build those right on top. Yeah. Make it happen. Make it happen. Xbox. Make it happen. We're counting on you. Yeah. Our hopes Xbox. and dreams lie with you. Come on. Come on, Xbox. Who's the CEO of Microsoft right now? I don't know. We're going to call that person today. And we're going to plug. Right now? Yeah, right now. We're going <laughs> to. I don't have his contact Google information. My contacts aren't that uh, extensive CEO yet. CEO of Xbox. <laughs> we'll just see what they have to say. Oh, man. I mean, I It'd guess we really could talk, talk like, to Phil Spencer. One episode, up. we should just like try. We should just, just try. All it is just, is just trying to see who the highest person we could get in contact see with. See how high up we can get. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> My goal for Nintendo is just to get to Reggie Feel on me. That's all I want. Oh, yeah. I just want to get to Reggie. I don't need... I just... I don't even want to... Sorry. Just started choking. That's all right. Uh, I You're think that was the ghost of Reggie slowly strangling me. He was like, don't call me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> don't ever. talk to me, you pleb. Okay. Well, that about wraps up all of our E3 predictions that we have for the upcoming E3 2018. Obviously, we would love to know what you would like to see at the showcases for all the different developers. Uh, so send those our way by either replying in the comments below to the YouTube video, uh, commenting on SoundCloud, sending us a posting on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Or, of course, if you're things. a patron, hit us up in the Discord. Hit we will see it first. Discord. So anyway, send us all of what you would like to see, the things you're excited for, and the games you're looking forward to most hearing about. But before that, though, we do have to focus out on our soundtrack spotlight to close out this fine episode. Indeed. And today we have selected a song from Titanfall 2. What? Calling it back what? to the Titans. How about that? What's the Denzel Washington movie? I don't know. Football oh, one. remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I did not, not know that's that where one. you were going. <laughs> I don't know. It just came to my mind. <laughs> but so funny. Titanfall 2, the song we selected is Arc Pursuit from that soundtrack, composed by Stephen Barton. So a riveting, adventurous track, obviously, as the name would imply. Indeed. Due to the fact that it's a pursuit. You're chasing gotta be exciting can't be dull what if it were a super boring chase like that uh like the slow paced oj tra- chase 
Yeah, <laughs> just like chasing that white Bronco yeah. for hours. This track would not play over that footage. No, no. no. this one's way better. It would be too much hype for such too a boring thing. Too much hype for such a boring track. It happened so long ago. <laughs> OJ. But anyway, so yes, again, Titanfall 2, Arc Pursuit is the song, and Stephen Barton is the composer. So stick around after the close to hear that. But until next time, I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined by Rachel Mogan. We'll see you at E3. We will see you at E3. Which I guess would be, oh, my God, I'm stupid. I've forgotten to announce the big thing that we're going, that our plans post E3. Uh, We'll obviously probably have posted about this on social media before you listen to this episode, but we are planning instead of doing a, our typical uh, bonus episode that's or or uh, our typical bonus episode that it's a wrap up of our E3 coverage, we are planning to do Monday. Let me look at the date so I don't get this wrong. June 13th? No. June 15th? No. June 16th? No. June 18th? You are, that might actually be right. It is right. Yes! June 18th, <laughs> It Monday, only took me five tries. Because I'm, I'm out of town for, uh, <laughs> over the weekend post E3, but June 18th, we're going to come back and we're going to do another live episode. What? Where we're going to talk about all of the fun things that we learned about at E3. So obviously, though, we'll still be tweeting about and reacting throughout the week and as the conference goes on. So check out our team chat Twitter, our personal Twitters, at JT Wilson, at Modigan ATX, and our Instagram and other things like that to keep up with our latest reactions to all the things as they happen, but we're going to circle back around, bring everybody in on June 18th at, I guess we're still deciding on a time. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out a time to be, to be right. It's Probably be later like, in the evening, yeah. 7-ish central time somewhere around there we will for sure hit out the hard dates and probably post an actual update i might like come in later when i'm editing this if we decided by then be like, right on, right on. at this day at this time cool. but june 18th be there for our e3 post conference live stream episode so doing it on monday night so then we can kick it out to the to on the 19th as a normal episode but right should on. be a lot of fun getting to talk about the conference with everybody so join us for that why don't you but now officially with that i'm one of your hosts jared wilson joined Rachel Logan. Adios. We'll see you all next time. Stick around for this song.